Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Welcome to episode 55 of the Old Dog New Tech Podcast. I'm Jeff West. I'm uh, hoping things are going well for you. I have been really busy. Uh, This is my, I'm doing a couple of podcasts today uh, because I have just really let two weeks fly right by and it's just as busy in the future in the coming weeks, the end of the year for us in the music program, I was busy between concerts and Memorial Day parades and graduation and seniors uh, finishing up and bringing in freshman students uh, for next year. And um, on top of that, a, a colleague of mine's retiring and I've been part of the replacement search for that. Big shoes, really big shoes to fill. So it's been, uh, a little busy. Oh yeah, and my daughter moved, came back home from college, and uh, it's great not complaining. Just something had to go, and it seemed it was the podcast episode here for a while. But I'm back, and here's 55. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit. Um, and my last episode was about three great uses for Google Slides, because in my weeks here, where I've been busy, I've been using a couple of Google tools. I'm a big Google user. I know there are some great Apple tools that uh, I also use, but not as much as Google. My school has uh, got Chromebooks and we're a Google school for education. So I find myself leaning on those tools more now than at any time. Um, gosh, I've been using well over a decade and you know did the Google Certified Educator uh, you know, training and things like that. I'm sure some of you probably have done that. If you haven't, look into that. If you really enjoy uh, what what the Google Suite has to offer, uh, those certifications not only help you then to help others, but um, it might wake you up to some things you didn't realize were there and, and maybe uh, hit a creative nerve or thought in your head of, ooh, I could use this with my students in some way, shape, or form to enhance their learning. Uh, which has been a big part of me this year as far as becoming a little more interactive, trying to use the Google tools to create anything that I send out, making it interactive for people to at least have a link to click to. The challenge has been is that I really wanted to try and create things that don't send you someplace else, open a new tab. Because um, in most cases, once I put that link in, uh, you know, if they go somewhere else, then they might miss the rest of the content. And I'm thinking primarily of, a, say, an email. It'd be nice to have an email capability of putting a, you know, a video in with uh, Gmail, but everything is still just linked, which is okay. Um, it's nice to have. Sometimes a link is what you want. But sometimes, when I, especially when I'm sending to parents and students, I would like them to be able to see everything in one location. 
and I have kind of solved that with slides, so you know, give a listen to my previous episode, and I talk a little bit about that. Uh, but in this episode, I am talking about Google Drive. Um, probably more of us are familiar with it. Maybe you're becoming more familiar with it. But I wanted to go over three, four ways, four things that I do with it that I want to make sure that you are getting. Um, because I think as I'm using it, I'm going, gosh, this is just so common. It's becoming more regular for me to use these features and parts of Google Drive. And you may know about some of these and you may not. So I'm going to tell you what they are right now and then we'll get going on them. Uh, sharing folders, uh, the apps that are available in Drive, the search feature, which is fast becoming my favorite because I know I create a document, but I don't always remember, you know, I created it last year and I'm not sure what folder I put it in. The search kind of makes that go away, makes that need to know what folder go away. And then the app for your phone or your tablet. That's where I'm going to be focusing. And then I have a tech treat for you again at the end. So buckle up. Here we go. So using Google Drive is one of the um, tools that I suggested in, uh, gosh, one of my first, I think it's one of the first 15 podcast episodes here of Old Dog New Tech. Um, I know in like the second or third, I said, where are you at with tech? And then following an episode, Google Drive was the place I said, this is where you should start, I think. And I still think that. Um, as much as because, you know, docs and slides and sheets and so forth are all connected there, you can create new of each of those. But because most of us are working on organizing or um, having a centralized location for all of our content and that we can get to it from any place which is a huge piece that in the past few years has really developed into quite a powerful tool for those, for us teachers and, us, and our students, I think. Um, I think that the challenge has been the use. I'm finding that when I send things out and I've created them and clicked a link, or clicked a link, prepared a link, shared the link, send it out, that some folks are still kind of getting used to using uh, links and understanding to click and go there. Now more, more and more are, are comfortable with it. And I get fewer folks that get my email and say, what, I didn't get that document you sent. And the link is either located at a different spot in the email or they didn't click the word maybe that I linked the document to, um, which is becoming a more common practice that I think more folks are more people are getting used to. Uh, students, you know, I think students are used to it. I think sometimes they're just in such a hurry, they don't, they don't bother to click. So this segment though is kind of focused on that aspect in that when you create a shared folder in your drive, you're gonna click new and you're gonna click 
create a folder and you're going to title that folder and maybe give it a color if you want to. Um, you know, you can even it, um, put an emoji in there, which Drive will organize your folders then by the emoji that starts before each of the titles, the names that you give your folders. If you'd like that for a visual aspect of looking at Drive, I've done that and it is, a, it is helpful. Um, but I have gone away from it, and I'll tell you why in the later segment. This segment, though, is about creating that shared folder. So you create the title of the folder, and then you want to go to the sharing button on, um, that comes up, or you can right-click or two-finger tap on a Chromebook on that folder and go to sharing, and you want to go when the box pops up, I think you get an email or something like that where you can put someone's email in but in the lower right corner is the word advanced and usually it's gray when you click that then you get another box that opens up right there still in front of your face that gives you choices like private only you can see it um, only shared with certain people or anybody with the link can can see the content of the folder and that's the one you want to choose because then when you create any document, slide or sheet, um, you can put it in that folder and usually you'll get a warning thing that says, oh, when you're putting it in here, that means anybody with the link, the folder can see this stuff, which is fine because if I share that one document, it doesn't give them the folder, it just gives them that document. This only happens if you share that folder with somebody then they could see everything, which might be something you want to do. Maybe a colleague says, hey, how did you send all that stuff out? And you say, well, here, I'll just share the folder and you can have anything that's in there. And all you got to do is share the link and people can get in there and get the, get the document. If you share a link to a document just by clicking the share button off of any of those docs or sheets or slides, it defaults to private. And even though you're sending the link, it's still on private. I still forget to do this from time to time. I'll share it and think I put it in my share folder and whoops, I didn't. So I get those emails of requesting permission to view and you have to go in and do it individually. Um, however, um, I have started just going to the document and moving it to the shared folder. And when I do that, uh, Google has a, a window that comes up and says, you sure you want to do this? Because now everybody can see it, which of course I say yes, and we're good to go. So you create that shared folder and that's where you keep anything you're going to put on your website, if you're going to use Google site or really anything that you're going to put it in. Uh, some of the learning management systems will have embedding. And so you can put it in and you don't have to worry about the sharing part. part. Um, but for the but in most cases, if when you put that in a website or any learning management system, you want to make sure to have your sharing permissions turned on so that anyone with the link can view. Um, and you can bypass the need to do that on every single document by simply storing the document in a shared folder. So Google Drive use for student and staff number one. Create that shared folder and put everything in there. And then when you use it in an email, when you put it on your website, everyone can get an access to it. And 
you can create uh, increase your communication and save yourself a little bit of time in having to share it with everyone individually. Number two on the Google Drive hit list. That was kind of corny. I thought I'd say it anyway. Um, is are the Drive apps rather? If you haven't uh, explored the drive, the apps that are you can connect to your Drive, I would suggest this, particularly if you're looking for uh, any way to convert files. A uh, way to work with pictures, way to edit PDFs. Um, those are the big, the big apps that I use. But I'm, as I'm looking through the apps to connect, I see a lot of for business. But there's uh, GeoGebra, which is of course the math, um, and so you can connect it. The spreadsheet. I'm reading the the def, definition, the description. Um, if you haven't connected any apps to your drive, then go to New, and down at the bottom of the drop-down menu that appears, you see More, and click on More, and um, the menu shoots out to the right, and you should see Connect Apps, and then a window, a smaller window, appears in the center of your screen with little squares and different icons of the different apps that you can connect. Some of my favorites, my most commonly used, is Cloud Convert. I have converted many PDFs to Word documents. I have converted movies from, say, WBM uh, format to MP4 to put on YouTube. Uh, it's a pretty quick and painless process to use those. Each of these, when you use them, they sometimes they will just be listed then under new and then down under more. My list is quite long. I have some I just like to explore and see if they would have uh, educational use even though they're uh, created for uh, business. Um, and they'll appear there then when you click it it opens up a separate window for you to start although you can also then if you would have a PDF and you choose one of the apps like say Lumen PDF or Kami K-A-M-I um, you can right click on that PDF that appears in your drive and it says open with and that app should appear in the drop down list and you open it with that and then you can do your editing you can, and when I say edit, not only can you type and create a text box, but you can circle. Um, there are, gosh, there's a lot of other tools that are available. I'll just say it that way. Sometimes you have to purchase a subscription to get a more advanced uses. I have not had that issue. My primary use is just to be able to insert text. So I get a lot of forms in my band director world for different festivals. And instead of printing that out and uh, writing on it, I use um, the PDF editing 
and type, put text box in. As a result, I'm noticing that my handwriting is not so great. And I'm sure that's why, because I don't handwrite, I don't write things by hand as much anymore. I'm sure it's not just the fact that I have bad handwriting. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, another one I like to use just for my own is there's a mind mup, M-I-N-D-M-U-P, and it, you can create uh, mind maps. And I do this a lot when I am considering a, an overall lesson or um, how to make rehearsal flow happen. Um, or even if you're just planning a project, uh, that's a very, very cool tool. And I have seen that you can uh, share those and you can get your students then in on it so they could collaborate in the same space if that's something that you would need to do. Uh, so I'm saying Lumen PDF, Kami, K-A-M-I, MindMup, and Cloud Convert. That's, I really like Cloud Convert. Um, that has saved me many, many times. And people will say, hey, I can't open this thing. And I'll say, I'll say, well, send it to me. And then I convert it and send it back. Bada bing. Google Drive apps. Apps for enhancing how you use the content in your drive. Give it a try. Number three, number three Google Drive use for me might be the most commonly used one uh, uh, here recently for me. It's the search at the top of your Google Drive. You're looking at it on your computer. It says search drive or your Chromebook. If you look at it on your phone or tablet, I'm going to talk more about that, that function here in a minute. But when you click in the box, you just your cursor just appears and a drop down of the different types of files, which is really useful for me because I know I created a presentation or I know I just did a video. Now, here is an important thing that you want to do. Title your stuff. Don't leave it as the timestamp default title or uh, that that uh, is uh, comes up with videos or leave it as an untitled you want to click in the title and you want to change it so that when you use your search then you can search just one word that you're sure is in the title or in the body of the document and the, the search feature in Google Drive will look for that word now um, recently I have had an issue where the uh, word didn't work so I had to go and say well I'm pretty sure I created it last year in April and you can get to more search tools by at the bottom it says more search tools of the drop down so it goes PDFs documents spreadsheets presentations photos and images and videos and then more search tools when you click that you get a different box that lets you choose still any file type. You can still choose, but you get more choices under there. There are folders. There are things that maybe you archived. 
uh, Google Sites or drawings, if you created any of those types of documents. Uh, if people are sharing it with you, you can, you can, the owner comes up. So it's anyone or just, if it's just your document, or maybe you know that that colleague shared it with you. Because here's a little side, key, uh, uh, side bit of information. When someone shares something with you and you open that up, you have to add that to your drive if you want to be able to access it. Otherwise, it stays under the one, two, three, third choice down the left side of the menu. It says shared with me. And it will be in that section until you put it in your drive. And you can do that a couple of ways. You can right click on that uh, file and it'll say add to my drive and in the uh, right click menu or you can once you have that uh, document open up at the top there's a little gray folder and usually next to it it says plus add to my drive and you click that and it will add it but you may not that means it's just in your main page if you want to put it in your shared folder maybe to share without with more folks or you want to put it in a particular class area depending on how you use your drive and folders, you can organize it that way. So that you, but you can search for who owns it. Uh, maybe you had it at a location. I have not used that. I haven't been in too many different places that I'm creating things, but if you're traveling between buildings or maybe you're doing presentations in different locations, then you can search by that location. Time is there, the item name, uh, has the words or if you shared it with someone I think this is a very very powerful tool the last thing in the bottom says follow-up and it says any follow-up or suggestions so if you had a document where people were commenting you can search for those documents Search Drive, man, that has helped me uh, a lot in these past two weeks as I was preparing several agendas, itineraries, communicating, um, you know, just even a simple little slip of paper to order some tickets for an upcoming concert. Uh, still handing out the papers to send it home. You know, I can do that on forms, and I know I could do it that way, but not everyone that I'm communicating with is ready for that tool. So, I utilize the search and drive to find the document that I created so that I could copy more or post it somewhere online if need be. Search your drive, that's number three. Number four in the drive uses. Four uses here that have been saving me lately here using Google Drive on the computer. But this one is about on your phone or your tablet. You want to get your Google Drive app and then everything that you have done on your computer you can access on your phone or your tablet. It won't look the same. It won't be the same. On most tablets you also need to have so docs and sheets and slides 
those apps on your um, devices so that when you click if you want to open up a sheet to look up some information the drive will just connect and go to sheets if you click on that without sheets on your device it will ask you if you want to download it at least that's what it did with me years ago when I first started doing this and that's one of the real time savers for me having these apps on my phone and tablet is that I can look things up and share things those are the two big functions someone says hey do you know the who the someone's phone number or who's on this list or if this person paid for this trip or whatnot I can look it up get the get the answer can also uh, we share things my treasurer and I share uh, president of the of my parent group uh, utilizes a shared folder on Google Drive which a lot of times I don't access while I'm on my Chromebook or computer I access it when I'm on my phone for information if I need a reminder or if someone says do you have another copy of this form that they've created I'm able to share that form with them from the app um, you have to turn on it lets you turn on the sharing link and then it creates the link or you can just add them um, by the email uh, using their email and then it sends the document to them so using the app um, has saved me a lot of time I don't have to then open have my computer open uh, you know turn it on log in all those things that uh, can be time-consuming and it, it seems that you know if I think back over a decade ago that wasn't such a big deal you know but now uh, now we've just kind of sped up haven't we so those apps save me a lot of time a last thing that I like I have multiple multiple drives so I have a school drive I have my I have one two two or three different personal drives one that I use primarily the other two are just for other emails that I was utilizing and so each time you create a new Gmail address you can then get a, a drive so if you want to create a different drive so you have a different email and things if things are being shared to you and you don't want it to be mixed in with uh, say your work or um, your hobby if you have a particular hobby that you need to utilize email a business of some sort then you can um, utilize drive there's a, a drop-down menu at the top uh, you'll see your icon for whatever drive you're currently in and I have created different icons instead of just letting it Usually it just uses the first letter of your email address and puts it in a different colored circle. I have created uh, little icons so I know they're different pictures and I can see what drive I'm in. If I click on that icon, the drop-down menu allows you then to switch between drives. The other thing I do is I share it with myself. I share from one drive to another and then I have copies of things as I need them. Um, and you can do that uh, via the app you don't have to have your computer on so number four and the last of the four great uses for students and staff of Google Drive is the app on your device 
get it and use it, I think you will be glad you did. Tech Treat for episode 55 is two bits, two bits for you. Two little bits that make one big treat, and they both have the word tab. Pin tab and one tab. Pin tab, go up to the top on your computer to a tab and right click on it, and you'll see the words pin tab, about one, two, three, four word, four, four, four things, four items down. I'm trying to go too fast, let's slow down. Four items down, says pin tab. Select that, and you'll see your tab go to the left, and the little X disappears, and then all you see is the icon of that tab. And then you can't close it accidentally. And then if you're using Google Chrome, uh, and you have your settings to start where you left off, that tab will come up each time. So if you're using something regularly, use pin tab, so that you don't always have to Use a bookmark, because deletes one little step. One tab, I just love this extension. It's a Chrome extension. It looks like a little blue funnel. And so if you have multiple tabs open that you use every day, and you don't want to have to go find them, um, you can leave them open, of course. But sometimes I want to I want to save a particular session. I am searching and I have several tabs that are open that I don't use a lot, but I will use again later. You use the one tab extension. It reduces all of them down, creates a separate tab that says one tab, and they're all listed in one nice little section. You can also export those tabs to someone and send them and say, here, here's some research on this that I did. And they can then click on those tabs and they'll open. One tab, Google Chrome extension, pin tab, a right-click menu that sends your tab to the left so you can't close it. There's your Google treat. Episode 55 is done. I hope it was a good episode for you. I really enjoyed doing it. I like these tools, and I hope that your tech use is smooth. But remember, you don't have to be perfect with it. Just keep using it. You get faster at it. I'm a good example of that. I'm an old dog, but I love this new tech. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.